everybody. Welcome back to Swage Like Southeast Texas Talks. I'm your host, Buster Caballero. Once again, I got my other co-host with me here, Logan Boatwright. Guys, this is a series of tech talks, webisodes, all about general industry in oil and gas, petrochem, refining, innovation. A lot of topics we're covering right here, mostly revolving around Swage Lock services and products. So as always, Logan, what do we have today and how are you doing, my man? Oh, doing great, Buster, doing great. Today, we have something new for you guys. Might be a foreign concept to uh, some of the people that are tuning in, but everybody knows our tube fittings, right? You love them, you use them daily, you know them pretty well. But today, we're going to talk about something a little bit different into the the higher pressure ranges that that we get into. So we, we have different lines of fittings. So we have medium pressure fittings, we have high pressure fittings, and um, then we have what we're going to talk about today, which is our, our FK fittings that, that fall into those ranges. So we have Shane Condi with us today, and Shane deals with customers that use these types of fittings on a pretty regular basis. So welcome to the show, Shane. We're going to pepper you with some questions here, if that's all right. First of all, thanks for letting me join you today in Tech Talks and looking forward to our discussion. Awesome. Well, Shane, just just to get started, can you can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Maybe maybe about your background. Sure. Yeah, I joined the Swagelock Southeast Texas family back in December of 2011. And it was well, we started day one, December 11th. You and I started training together. So yeah, man. So come December, approaching nine years uh, of employment with Swagelock, and when I was hired, I was hired to uh, be a technical advisor for the North Houston side uh, where it primarily focused on OEMs, research laboratories, and then moved on to some major accounts shortly thereafter, which got me more involved in, let's just say, exploration projects, long-term projects. And then more recently, um, focused on midstream. So like you said at the beginning, uh, kind of diverse in what I see out there and got a lot of experience now with the medium pressure applications. So right there, one of the things we're talking about right here, medium pressure. Now, Shane, one of the things that we always say on this show is that pressure is so relative to whenever we talk to a customer and they say, oh, we're working in high pressure. And when you ask them, well, what's high pressure? You know, they could say 500 PSI, they could say 1,000. But for you, when we're talking medium pressure, what, what pressure ranges are we talking about there? So now, Buster, when I hear medium pressure, the pressures we're talking about is 20,000 PSI. So we reference 2K. That is a lot. I mean, if you think about a car tire that I had to fill up my tire today, that was at 40 PSI. Now we're talking 20,000. And for a medium pressure fitting, what's the difference between a regular tube fitting and these, these medium pressure fittings that are able to hold all the way up to 20,000 PSI? So working with customers in this 20K market, uh, there's a technology out there and believe it or not, it's not a new technology. It's called a cone and thread fitting. Oh. Now, from the 
from the information I gathered speaking with customers, I believe this technology predates World War II, if the information that was told to me is correct. So old technology, however, it's still being used today. Man, that's that's kind of old right there. That's That's been around for a while. And with, with the cone and thread fittings, I mean, what what is so... Well, I guess we're going to get into this a little more, you know, but it, it, there's a lot to this, not simple, just a cone and a thread, right? Yeah, you're correct, Buster. So a lot of times when we were speaking medium pressure 20K, the applications that pretty much come to mind is often your offshore applications, so offshore platforms, uh, top size equipment, such as hydraulic power units, chemical injection skids, just to name a few. However, that's not where... It stops. I've called on accounts that basically build test equipment, and some the responsibility of the equipment is to test the yield strength of cements, you know, stuff that's used in fracking, which also calls for 20K type shipping, such as the cone thread. Awesome. So we're talking about cone and thread fittings, and, um, you know, that, that's a specific way that you have to make up these fittings. They're it, a little more complicated process than than using a tube fitting, and you know one of the things we talk about when we're talking about our standard tube fittings is that there is no industrial standard design for a typical swage lock tube fitting, right? Mm-hmm. But when you get into the medium and high pressure fittings, is is that the same case, or is that different? No, it is. It is uh, quite different, Logan. And so when you're talking cone and thread, whether it's medium pressure or there's another pressure above that called high pressure, they all share the same design features, meaning that within this world, again, we're not talking about standard swage lock or any other you know, low pressure tube fittings, but strictly in the cone and thread line, all these components do interchange and intermix. So there is no design standard that makes these fittings different. However, you know, when you're looking at something with cone and thread, if, if you ever get to speak with someone that has experience putting these fittings together, that's really where the design differences come into play compared to, say, a standard uh, swage lock tube fitting or what we're going to discuss today, swage lock FK, is the makeup is quite different. Very, very much labor intensive. And if you talk to a technician that has experience, uh, from the time I've surveyed some of these technicians, it's not their favorite fitting to assemble. So what is it, quick run through, what does it take if you were to have like 30 seconds to explain how do you, how do you make up a cone and thread fitting? Run that through us real quick. Well, you have to have the proper fitting and the proper tubing, which is a whole different line. That's the first thing. It requires a lot of different tooling in order to make up this fitting. Flirting a lot of cutting oil, so it's a quite messy when trying to cone and thread these type fittings. And time. It is, I said it already, but I'll say it again, labor intensive. So what do we have that SwageLock offers that is different from that messy, labor-intensive, time-consuming, where special tools are required 
you know, feel like that when you've heard our speech before. You know, what, what does Swage Lock offer that's different for that? Well, what we have is a fitting we reference as a Swage Lock FK fitting buster. And if you looked at it, and I'm sure you have some, uh, you might have a slider to kind of show what it looks yeah. like. Shane, give me one second. I do believe that I may have a slide of this fitting. So, uh, is this what we're talking about? That is a Swage Lock FK fitting. So, you know, speaking with customers, you know, we, we kind of started this presentation about cone and thread, but one of the things I start questioning customers is, as far as knowledge, are they aware that we do have a fitting that is a two-ferrule design fitting? And when you hear two-ferrule, you automatically think of, well, that's your standard Swage Lock 2 fitting. But we do have a two-ferrule design fitting that will take pressures up to 20K. And in fact, depending on what material you may choose, we could even get you up to 22,500 if you need to go a little above that. But the Swage Lock FK fitting is a, it's a unique fitting and some customers are aware of it, some are not. But what I always try to tell our customers is the fitting is not a new fitting. Swage Lock has, has had this fitting available since 2008. And if you look at, it, look at this fitting externally, well, it looks like a standard Swage Lock 2 fitting, but the differences are internal. So there's four pieces to this fitting, guys, just to, not to go too technical uh, right now, but you have the body as shown right there in the picture, which is your female mating port. You have the male nut, and then you have the back ferrule and the front ferrule. Now, the difference in this fitting when looking at the back ferrule and the front ferrule, our standard Swage Lock 2 fitting, our back ferrule goes through our patent SAT-12 process, which is a, a case hardening, low heat carbonization process. In this fitting, what makes it different, both the back and front ferrule go through that process. Now, we always know fittings need to do three things. They need to grip, they need to seal, and they definitely need to work in vibration type environments. And so this fitting accomplishes all three of those things. What makes this fitting exclusively different than the Kona thread is it's simple, right? So the makeup of this fitting is you take the tubing, you cut it, deburr it, you slide it in, make sure you bottom the tubing out to the shoulder of the fitting, and you pull it up one turn. However, there's a unique feature in this fitting that customers are not aware of, and it's called the dynamic wedge which is right above where you see the two lines point to, to the back ferrule. So if you slide a little bit further up, Buster, with your cursor? Up here? Up there, right there. There's a, a little bit further up. Up here? Right there, right there. That's a dynamic wedge. Now, the beauty about this fitting is when you hear, when you talk to a lot of operators, they want something easy, right? You never want to compromise safety. So safety is going to be first and foremost. Number one. But they want something that they could depend on, right? That's going to work in these type of applications and these type of environments. But at the end of the day, they want to make sure that they can assemble these things with ease. That dynamic wedge, what it offers customers is a lot of times they like to have a torque value. Well, the unique feature of this fitting is it could be pulled up by torque or it could be pulled up by turn, one complete turn from finger tight then it's gaugeable. So we can make sure that using a gauge that you can verify that the pre-assembly was accomplished correctly. So that's just a little, a few details of engineering design about that fitting. 
All right, Shane. So we have we have the Conan Thread technology that's that's pre World War II, and that's been used for for a very long time. And Swage Lock has had you know this fitting that's we've had around for a while that's that's gained in popularity because you know Swage Lock now has a full line of medium and high pressure fittings as well. One of the things you talked about when when it came to to Conan Thread fittings was the installation of the fitting itself and, and you just kind of went over that briefly over here but it, is that one of the things or one of the reasons that customers might want to use one of our fk fittings over cone and thread i mean is that the is that the primary reason for using an fk fitting it's one of the reasons logan definitely for sure uh there actually is a video on youtube investor you may be able to post to this video link later but when you look at the assembly of a Swagelock FK, they did some comparison studies to assembling medium pressure conic thread fittings, and Swagelock FK was about five times faster. So, you know, given given the unique challenges we're undergoing right now in 2020, you know, with the, the price of oil plus the COVID-19, what we're hearing from customers is uptime's crucial right now right and if you take it one step further where these fittings are typically used in these offshore platforms you don't it's 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 very important that if a system's in down and you need to replace something you need to get you need to replace it rather quickly because downtime is not making the customer any money right right so the switch like fk helps the customer maintain that uptime because at the end of the day companies are still have to maintain a profitability, right? Because these assets are designed for about 20 years. So we want to make sure that when we're putting swage like FK fittings in, we're looking at the lifetime of the product, of the platform or the asset. Because when these things are, you know, if you put in a fitting like a Conan thread and there is something that happens with it, you got to run either a helicopter out there or you got to run a crew boat out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, growing up, my family, we had crew boats that we ran offshore and that boat would come in and it'd be waiting, costing money to the customers, waiting for somebody to get there with a, a component, a piece or something. And then that boat turns around and it heads out. And it may be for something as small as a box. It may be a huge item. So for that right there, of making sure that this thing works is huge. Yeah, Buster, it's one of the things that, you know, it's, it's, I've really enjoyed working within this product line, especially with these pressure ratings, you know, 20K. But, you know, working with engineers and talking with technicians that actually, you know, work with these fittings day in and day, day out. You can tell them, hey, can I provide something to you that can get you up to 20K and it's easy to assemble and requires no special tools? I hate to say it's a slam dunk. It's, you know, it's a little bit more involved than that, but you definitely gain their interest because if you look at these fittings, even the, how to teach someone how to do it from what I, I, I feel truly feel some of the best information I receive is talking to the field hands that actually have to use this fitting. And I will tell you this, I'm very, very proud to work for Swage Log because often, you know, you hear companies trying to design new technologies, design this and design that. But at the end of the day, sometimes they forget about who is the person that actually has to put this stuff together? Well, the concept of the Swagelock FK, it's, it's working, you know, from the bottom to the top. 
And we know at the end of the day, it's up to these field hands to make sure they can assemble this thing, right? Ease of use, ease of installation. And the Swayhawk FK fitting definitely offers that. When you look at Kona thread, you could ask any technician, well, hey, what proper training did you go through to, to teach you how to, to, to make up that, that Kona thread fitting? And most of the time, well, I learned it from the person, you know, standing next to me. There was no, from what I, I was told, there's no standard of training on Kona thread. Now, with that being said, Kona thread fittings are not going to go away. But working with Swage Lock, we have, and I believe Steve Woolboard has been on your, your podcast before, you know, we are able to train technicians on sw- to properly assemble Swage Lock FK and offer them training classes on Kona thread as well. That's and that, that's a lot of that's a lot of great information that you just put out there, Shane. And for those that are listening and watching, I mean, if you're dealing with those pressure ratings and all the factors that go into it, it's worth just sitting down and having a conversation on this. So now, now Shane, if a customer came to us and said, hey, we're, we're worried about really the leakage on these fittings, you know, what do you tell? Because their, their whole experience is we use cone and thread fittings. And sometimes they leak. I've had some applications where I've been involved and it's been put on a on a machine. It goes, it tests out, it comes back, and it's they got to tighten them up again as one of the parts of it. Is that cone and thread, you have to go back and retighten it if it if, with the vibration. What do you say to that? Well, I would agree with the customer. Cone and thread fittings are known for leaking. I mean, that's just the, the way it is. And if you look at the assembly method, you would kind of understand why, right? So with referencing Swagelock FK, I mean, we've done lots of studies. If, any, if anyone knows about Swagelock, they know we love to text our, sorry, test our products to the extreme. So we even have third-party testing. But what we always say, with the proper training on our products, with the witness, the testing that has been involved in these fittings, your chances of having a leak with a swage like FK is far less than using some of the Conan thread technology out there. And in fact, you know, there's customers that we work with that did testimonials on use of swage like FK on specific applications or equipment that we were mentioning earlier in this podcast. And you, you could probably share some of that information yeah. as well. We do have some case studies that have been done on here uh, for, for the sake of time and being respectful to you, Shane. Uh, we're going to put links to all these case studies in the show notes and down below. So if you want to check out some of these, just go ahead and click on the information below and we'll have those ready for you to, to download. And I would tell you all this you know, as well, you know, Logan and Buster, Swayzak is always known for two fittings, right? That's, we've been around since 1947. But the nice thing we could offer now with our customers is we have a full assortment of ball valves rated at 20K, needle valves rated at 20K, uh, relief valves that all have this integral Swayzog FK top technology that you can take advantage of. So when you're looking at reducing leaks, that's definitely a game changer that I would encourage customers to inquire with their local technical, technical advisor to gather more information. Thanks a lot, Shane. And- so, I mean, we've talked a lot about the installation. We, we've talked about the history of it. 
um, you know, main, maintaining leak-free systems and how these FK fittings are are able to do that. And that's, you know, that's, that's fantastic. Because like you said, um, you can come up with the best design for something in the world, but, you know, if, if a technician can't put it together, you know, it's, it's not really going to, going to do much good. So mm-hmm. I, are there any other advantages, Shane, to using the FK fitting that we might not have talked about here? Yeah, there's, there's, there's a number of advantages that we, we can mention. One of them that's coming across my mind right now, and it's, you know, when we talk about, you know, let's just say, for example, offshore applications, right? You know, everyone's trying to, you know, main, maintain safety first and foremost. But at the same time, we talk about profitability. But also, you have customers out there, well, hey, I'm trying to do something different. You know, maybe use a different technology. But at the same time, I need to cut my costs. So when you look at the Swaylock FK fitting, we talk about the back furrow going through a set full process as well as the, the front furrow. If we had more time to go into the, the design characteristics of why that's important, I think it would be beneficial. But to answer your point directly, Logan, is what customers are find surprising, which is kind of thinking outside the box. It's not the standard method, which is you would be thinking of as far as tube, tubing selection for these special fittings, because with a Swaylock FK fitting, we're talking about true OD tubing, which you can use 184 heavy wall or 2507, which is known as super duplex. Now, most applications in the Gulf of Mexico, they use that type of material for corrosion benefits, right? However, 2507 is very, very hard. Well, where we can save the customer not only time, but cost is the 316 stainless steel swage lock FK fitting can be used has been tested and all that information can be shared with the customer with use of the 2507 tubing, which is almost unheard of, right? We, we call that an engineered combination. So basically we're, t- we're telling the owner companies is, hey, the majority of your, your costs is in the bulk of the material, which would be the fitting portion. But if I can give you that 316 stainless steel and you want to use 2507 tubing, it's been qualified. And we have the test reports and supporting documentation to prove that. So there are there are a lot of cost cutting measures. So when you when you factor in you know reduced time with labor, when you talk about five times faster than the cone thread fitting, uh, material options to be used with, increasing your uptime. Now you know you're talking more profits back to the company. And at, with all that being said, never had to compromise safety in any of it. That's great. So that, that's a lot of things that you just said right there, and, and I and I want to kind of summarize them again, just so just so everybody you know watching can can make sure everybody gets it. So it, you've got reduced insulation time, um, no leaks. You've got everything that you get in a in a standard fitting, which you got the grip, the seal, the vibration resistance, right? We we can train you on how to use it. And, and by the way, we can we can train you virtually now on on how to use it. That's that's something that we've added during uh, you know during during COVID times. And and not just that, but we can save you a lot of money by potentially not having to use twenty five oh seven fittings and being able to use our, our three sixteen fitting on twenty five oh seven tubing. That's so, great. and and I know you said you don't want to call it a no brainer, Shane, but you know, yeah, it's a no brainer. 
<laughs> training is very important. And, you know, when you're looking at, you know, the, the, the asset itself being, again, if it's a platform or whatever it, it can be, you know, a lot of times these projects are designed for 20 years. If you take, if, if, if you ever look at our ball valve, our medium pressure ball valve, our FKB ball valve that goes with these sways off, these interval sways off FK fittings, even with that, compared to some of the other medium pressure ball valves on the market, we have third party testing where a lot of these, due to the environmental conditions and the pressures these ball, these ball valves will see, you know, from what I'm told, these ball valves usually have an operating life of maybe 300 cycles. Our ball valve that was designed for these type of uh, pressure ratings, we have third party testing where the cycle life, we, we went 4,000, 4,000 cycles. That's almost unheard of. Okay. So again, looking at complete ownership of the asset here. No, that's, that's great info. Yeah. Great. Well, Shane, is there, is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you, that you'd like to add? Oh man, I don't have enough time. for this <laughs> podcast. I, Seriously guys, I get very excited about it. Uh, you know, the one thing I would, I would tell if anybody's going to be listening to this podcast is everybody do it, man. Yeah, well, working, working with some of these customers, you know, no, no one, I always say, well, I don't want to be the first one to try this. You're not the first one. The only thing you about the spinning is for those that, that never specified it in their application. This is not a new technology. It's been around again since 2008. But I always say, look at where this fitting is currently being used. And the last numbers I was given, there's over 100,000 of these fittings that are operating right now in offshore assets across the world. So it's been proven, it's been tried. And I, again, I would, I would ask customers, work with your local technical advisor if you have any detailed questions, because there, there's a lot more that we can cover. We just, we're limited on time. And, and Shane, these fittings are also covered under our warranty, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's the closer right there. I love it. Okay. Well, Shane, I guess that's about all the time we have for this today. Really appreciate you joining us, man. That was some great information, and you know we hope to we hope to have you back on here at a at a future date. So, thank thanks a lot for for coming on, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, so you know Shane came on to talk about the FK fittings, and and this is one of those episodes that could easily go on for a few hours as we we go through the ins and outs of everything and talking about medium and, and high pressure fittings. And, you know, for the sake of this podcast, we try to keep it relatively short, give you, give you enough information to be dangerous. But if you'd like some more information on this and, and hopefully some of you will, please let us know. We, we can set up, you know, a virtual meeting or lunch and learn or training or in person, how, however you prefer to get the information. We, we can get it to you and go into literally everything we've talked about here in a lot more detail in a lot more detail. So again, Shane, thank you. Um, you know, most of the things we talk about on the podcast or, or that we have so far have been very much, you know, downstream related, you know, into the chemical plants and refineries, but we, we wanted to bring something, something different to the table today. So medium and high pressure fittings, not every one of our customers is going to have an application for them. You know, out, out in the plants that, that Buster and I primarily call on, you know, making low-density polyethylene, they, they go up to 60,000 PSI there. But outside of that, not a whole lot. But 
you know, there's this whole other world of, you know, of offshore and the OEM markets that, that Shane deals with on a regular basis that we, that we wanted to shed some light on some, I'm about to call it a new product, Shane, but not a new product, an existing product that, that maybe not everybody knows about. So as always, if you have any questions or would like more information, please, please reach out to us. That's exactly what all three of us right here are here for and quite a few other people at the Swagelock Southeast Texas team. Yeah. And as a reminder, guys, let's say you're working on an application that's maybe eight or 10,000 and you have a one and a half time safety rating factor you need to meet. Perfect fitting for that application also. Uh, this is the end of our show, guys. As always, you can check us out at sset.swagelock.com. Check our show notes for all the information you can have on FK fittings that we're going to have uh, available to you, including those case studies. We're on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, uh, and we're also on your podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, and Stitcher, and the Google Play Store. You can check all of us out there. YouTube as well. So we are on all the major platforms. We thank you. Follow us, share along. And if anything, once again, anything that we talked about is something that you're working with, drop us a line. We'll be glad to have a conversation with you. And as always, we'll see you in a few weeks. Bye, guys. Thank you, Buster. Thanks a lot, Shane.